for me personally as a, uh, a Mystics, mm. I, I can say tragic now. We lost three games in a row. Yeah. Uh, it was a very interesting round of, uh, of ANZ Premiership, wasn't it? Look, it was. There were some big wins, some close wins, close losses, and, and a whole lot of blowouts. So, I mean, we were just talking off air about the tactics, having that great win over the Mystics, which the very next day became not a great win because the Stars managed to put 21 on the Mystics. Tactics only won by five. And then last night, the tactics got smoked by the Pulse by 13 goals, I think. So we're seeing these big sort of peaks and troughs, and I guess it's quite reflective of what's happening at this stage of the season. I think we've got some tired bodies out there. We've seen so many COVID catch-up games. You know, every player we talk to is like, yeah, it's our seventh game in 12 days or something ridiculous. So I think the results we're seeing and the kind of varying intensity of goals scored and, and whatnot is quite reflective of the fact that these gals are bloody tired. Oh, and you you just would be, wouldn't you? Like, I think the star, what is it? We have quite a few games next round, and I think the Stars have got the worst of it. Yeah, I think the Stars and the Steel up there have the most catch-up games to play. So even in the round alone, we've still got four games. But on top of that, there is five catch-up yeah. games to be yeah. played before yeah. the finals even. And we all wrap up on the 12th of June. So if you do your math, not that many weeks and about 12 11 games in netball still to go. Yeah, 100%. So, going to be interesting to see whether that takes an effect leading into whoever makes the elimination final or even the grand yeah, final, Yeah, whether that, uh, that lingers. Hey, should we start off with the tactics, though? Mm, sure, the tactics. Right. Well, it was nice to see them pull out a pretty good performance against the Mystics. Um, obviously, elephant in the room, Mystics don't have Grace and Wiki. And we're not here to talk about the Mystics just right now, but the tactics looked pretty slick in that match up here in Auckland. Um, and then... Yeah, the next day, or sorry, two days later down in Wellington, I was calling that game for Sky Sport and I was thinking, yeah, the tactics, they're on a roll. They've had two good wins in a row. They're starting to peak, you know, a little bit too little too late, but, you know, good on them, giving it a good shout, a good shot, and then just got absolutely dismantled, dismantled by the physicality of the pulse last night. You know, that was a physical game to see on the ground and a lot of comments came through from the broadcast that, yeah, it looked rough out there. So again, reflective, tired bodies, your skill level drops down, so people sort of resort to doing the muscle-up, lazy kind of contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Tactics girls did not like it. Um, Christiana Manua had a, had a fantastic game and really got into the head of Tapia Selby Rickett. Um, so, yeah, the poor Tactics, they're down and out now. They have absolutely no chance of making that top three. Prior to last night's loss, they were in with the teeny tiny mathematical chance that they were really holding on to, but um, it's all gone now. Sorry, Tax. Yeah, and that's, that's the one thing that sort of surprised me. You mentioned there, obviously, no Grace Wiki for the Mystics, but Jane Watson being missing all season with obviously being pregnant. Yeah. It, it sort of hasn't really been talked about as much as I thought it would. Obviously, the Tactics made the grand final last year and they played the Mystics, mm. but they've just been really struggling without her. And that's not to say that that Karen Berger hasn't been putting in double or triple time on mm. the, on the in that defence. But is is it Jane Watson that's sort of been the, the missing piece? I think she definitely has played a huge part. Mm. Uh, not only is she one of the best goalkeepers in the world, uh, she was also, you know, the heart and soul of the tactics, their captain. You know, the person bellowing calls from that end of the court all game and a really good motivator for the side. And while Karis... Whilst Karenberger had a great start to the season, I think we've seen over the last couple of weeks a bit of frustration leak into her game, just you know not being able to play that beautiful combination defence that she's used to with Jane. Um, not to say that you know Kate Lloyd, Claire and Aoi Tao Tao, they've been good, mm. but they haven't f- 
uh, form this great combination. And I think Karen's just had a guts full of it by now. And, and last night it, that really showed. Um, you know, we're going to talk about Grace, aren't we, a lot. And it's telling that, you know, there is probably one player in each team that is really worth 10 goals or more for a side. And I think Jane Watson was probably that player for the tactics this year. And she completely was. I mean, the tactics on on the, the good note of things on that uh, Saturday match against the Mystics, they they just really took control of it. And that was the sort of first time that I'd seen the tactics really do that for four quarters because it was it was tied up 13 apiece at the mm. end of the thir- uh, first quarter. Mm. And um, they just seemed to to dismantle them from there, just go on and just and just hold it through and really grind out the win. Topias Salvador Rickett had a phenomenal game. Oh, she did. And, and it was their attacking end, really, that really stepped up. Um, I say this a lot on this show, that, that, you know, that attacking end, I just want to shake sometimes because they've been together so long and they never managed to pull out consistent performances. So that was really promising to see. But unfortunately, as I said, it was all undone last night. Yes, yes, yes it was. So they want Welcome to finish home. on a high, I know. They've got two <laughs> games at home next week, um, Sunday night and Monday night. So they'll just be looking forward to a high-flying finish. And then it's all done. Yeah, have a breather. <laughs> have a breather. Get Jane back, regroup. Yeah, exactly. Regroup. Exactly. Hey, moving on from uh, Tactics Mystics on Saturday, we then went uh, to ILT Stadium Southland where we saw the Steel take on the pulse. And once again, uh, it's it's always a thriller when these two t- teams play each other at the moment, isn't it? I just feel like when anyone plays the Steel at the moment, George Fisher is so fun to watch, um, Steel goal shoot, but defenders know how to get in her head. And I think the battle in that circle, the shooting circle of the Steel is always fun to watch. But that was a real, was always going to be a really telling game for the Pulse because they'd kind of dropped in and out of consistency in the weeks leading up to that. But really kind of put their foot down, showed the Steel who's boss. The Steel are still floating around that kind of area where they could make top three. It's looking less and less likely now. They need results to go their way. Um, and the Pulse just really went down there and said, nah, not happening. We're, we're in the top three. You're not. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, right. They, they really did that, didn't they, with a 10-point with a win in the end. Yeah. But uh, there was a few things this weekend that really caught me off guard. And the first one for me, Shannon Saunders. Oh, she, was, yes. she was naughty. I actually got, forgot about yeah, that. She got sent off. Our first send off of the season. We usually see one or two. Um, you know, and sometimes that happens, and I just feel like you get the umpire on a bad day. And that's not to say the umpire's doing anything wrong. They're doing their job. It's completely up to them to make those calls and feel like they are controlling the game and keeping it in control. And what was she doing? Persistent um, offside. Persistent offside, which is delaying of the game. And if it appears that she's doing it on purpose and deliberately to mess up the uh, flow mm. of the pulse, then good on an umpire for picking up on it and saying, nah, I'm on to you. Go sit down for a bit. 100%. You're out of here. But Shannon Saunders is not someone you'd pick to do that. I mean, she's the steel captain. She's a bit of a goody-good old Shan. She won't mind me saying that. So she wouldn't have enjoyed no, that very much. Yeah, it caught me by surprise. I think I think I got a text <laughs> for that because it was post the uh, Mystics game and I was at just for that game yeah. and uh, I had to double take. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I never thought I'd see that at all. Yeah. Hey, from one shooting into another, though, in that game, Alia and Tiana, composure. They missed three shots between them. Crazy. I mean, Alia done 98%. She missed just the one shot, Tiana the two. Um, but that, you know, I feel sorry, felt sorry for the steel defenders who haven't had the worst season. You know, Kate Billy's been a great find for them down there, but they just couldn't do anything to get into the heads of Alia and Tiana. And that was nice to see because, you know, it's that end that I feel for the pulse goes in and out of consistency a bit. And so to see them back to their best and they backed it up last night again um, over the tactics was great to see. So both of those names will be high on Dame Nolene Toto's list come uh, Silver Ferns trials in a few weeks' time. They just have to be, wouldn't they? Yeah, Alia just yeah. playing. 
flying out of her skin this Absolutely. season. Hey, we'll, we'll touch on the steel and the magic on Sunday before we talk about uh, the obvious pain for me, Stars <laughs> You're Mystics. You're really delaying it. Yeah. I, I really, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get out of it. We're, I think we've got about three minutes. I'm just trying to get out to the break as fast as possible so we don't have to mention it. Um, but yeah, it was the magic heading down to ILT once again. Um, and uh, apart from the first quarter, which the steel got a seven goal lead, it, it generally felt quite close to me. Yeah, I agree. And I actually thought it was nice to see the magic, um, especially in their attacking end, really look like they're finding some form now. And obviously they've been heavily affected by not only COVID, Amelia Anikanasio, who is a superstar in her own right, coming back from her second child. Um, you know, players being in and out, not having a strong wing attack or a player who's a traditional wing attack down that attacking end. They were always going to take the whole season to really find their groove. Um, so, like, we knew that. And you kind of forgive the pol- I mean, the Magic, sorry, for some of their not-so-great performances earlier in the season. But, you know, that shooting circle of um, Amelia Ann and Bailey is, is so fun to watch. And I think Mills shot 90% in that game and mm. played a full game, only had the three turnovers for someone who's playing in that goal-shoot-goal-attack position where your position is so high. Uh, to only have three turnovers is a great outing from her. Another one, I know Knowles will be keeping a close eye on. Obviously, you know, Silverfern's captain in the past and was a superstar at the 2019 World Cup. So it's encouraging to see her slowly getting back to her best. Even though, you know, the Magic, they did lose that by, what, 11? Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it wasn't a close one, but I agree with you, yeah, it felt It felt close. Closer. It definitely looked close. And that, yes. that, for me as well, was Bailey Mez's best game of the season. And I did have a little question for you on that. Is Bailey Mez the best uh, defensive attacker? So she's not only probably up there, along with Jamie Hume, who we're going to have um, yes, on the show yeah, a bit definitely. later. They're both great defensive attackers. And as an ex-defender, that was just so important to me. I was like, you get your asses on defence, please, ladies, because we have to do so much work to bring the ball down to you. So it's only fair that you repay on, on defence. And people back in the day used to ponder, should we put Bailey Mez into you know wing defence or goal defence? She's got the attributes. But it's a rebounding for me that just blows my mind. You she know? was just, I've never seen her jump that high before oh, ever. No. It was she was out jumping absolutely everyone. And it's her timing. She's just so clever. I guess you have that added knowledge of when you're letting go of the ball, you know when it's gonna come back. But um, when she misses it, you can kinda place your bets that you know Bailey Mess is going to get the rebound, so you forgive her for it. So great to see her making some form at the right time as well. As always. And uh yes, it is time. Uh the embarrassing uh, game to watch for myself but at the same time a stunning performance from the Stars it, they, they ended up winning by 21 yeah. which uh, if I was a punting man I definitely would never have picked no. uh, leading into it but it was yeah they just dismantled them on in almost every aspect and I have a few uh, Storm Stat Chat little stats Love it. that Hit I don't me know if you've picked up on Go for it. Gina Crampton and Mila 47 and 49 feeds compared to Peter Toyava's 33 and Taylor Earl's 21 isn't it crazy? Doesn't that just show? Because usually it would be the other way around, yeah, it, and it's just Peter it and Taze just nonstop, just yeah. dashing the ball up into Grace or whoever's down there. Uh, the last stat that I have for you on this one, my apologies, 23 subs from the Ooh. Mystics. And the, the biggest one for me is my second surprise of the weekend, <laughs> Phoenix Karaka going from goal D to goal shoot. Look, uh, 
People may have been surprised to see this. And uh, to be fair, an ANZ Premiership match is probably not the best place to just pull someone out and give them a go at goal shoot. But Phoenix, Karaka did play there a lot at school level, at age group level. When we were playing Auckland under-17s, she was quite often in at goal shoot. And I know you're thinking Storm under-17s, that was a long time ago. But uh, in her, what, four minutes, five minutes, <laughs> uh, she shot one from 100%. Yeah, 100%. She didn't look out of place. But it obviously didn't work for them, and I felt sorry for the shooters that were on the bench for the Mystics that had been pulled in, who you know trained their asses off in that circle to be ready to take the court. So, look, a little bit of desperation from the Mystics. I'm sure they are without Grace Nwicky. Um, and you're right, they just seem to really be imploding without her on court, which is not fun to watch if you're a Mystic supporter. I mean, not fun to watch Definitely not. at all. Um, but it's it's fascinating. It is fascinating because especially again, at this time of the season. Oh, I as know well. things are heating up now, guys. The table it's getting exciting. Don't worry. <laughs> Grand final or elimination final. <laughs>